You're listening to Guys on the Sideline Podcast, where you'll hear opinions, predictions, and sports takes in every direction. If you're a diehard sports fan, this is the place to be. They've never played. They have no experience. But they have plenty to say. And now, here are the guys on the sideline. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Guys on the Sideline, the podcast. This is episode 131. And to be honest, it's been a hot minute. And I wonder if, uh, you know, our regular subscribers and listeners are still out there. I know a lot of people are worried about us. Uh, I think we've not recorded an episode since October of 2022. My goodness. It's been a hot minute. And so let's jump right in. This is your host, Jeff. I ain't leaving you people, Burton. And I'm joined by everybody's favorite and the wonderful co-host, Chris. Where the hell have you been, Mumford? Hello, Chris Mumford. (laughs) Hello, Jeff. Well, we can get into my situation, which my convenient excuse is having a child. You know, so my wife and I welcomed our third child, baby boy, back in November and it was a long pregnancy, Jeff. Long one. <laughs> it was a hard one, uh, oh. but things are great. Baby boy's healthy. It's uh, you know we're happy he's here, and all is well. So that's my excuse. I've been on paternity leave from work and from my real job, which is this podcast. But I, I just <laughs> want to point out, Jeff, that it's it's not like you've been taking a break from podcasting, and here's oh. me teeing up a great cross promotional effort for you. So that, that that was beautiful. First of all, Chris, congratulations to you and your lovely wife. And glad that both mom and baby are doing well. I cannot wait to meet young Al Davis Mumford. It's going to be a treat. (laughs) Oh, Uh, we missed an opportunity there, didn't we? (laughs) You you can still go back and change it. It's fine. And then secondly, you are a true professional. Look at that cross-promotional opportunity. And um, some people have accused me of being a little little two-timing here. Uh, some people might know, and if you don't, and you're in this audience, you got to go search it up, but, um, we've created another episode, another podcast, excuse me. And that would be life in the carpool lane about me interacting with humanity in the, uh, in, in the form of an Uber. I I'm an Uber driver on the side of my eight other side hustles. And I love it so much, Chris. I've met some just amazing people. Some crazy people have had wild experiences and so life in the carpool lane really details uh, how we're all card-carrying members of the human race and how, you know what, even though we, uh, I might not hang out with these people on a day-to-day basis, I've met some cool people and learned a lot. And we kind of we document the wild, the absurd, and also some of the life lessons learned along the way. So, Chris, I'm going to put you on the hot seat. Have you Great. listened to one of the yes. first 10 episodes of Life in the Carpool Lane? Have I you? have. I have. I, I listened to the episode... It was the, it was the, I'm, I'm probably getting the word wrong. It was either like the sincerity episode. What was the name of it? It was like oh, the authenticity yeah. one with your former college, yeah, Carly. college episode colleague. Six. It was great. A lot of fun. Yeah. Of course I listen, Jeff. I know you don't think I support you in any way other than just, you know, being your co-host, but I do. I listen to some of your other things. I think they're awesome. And I, I think the whole concept's great and I'm a fan. Thank you, Chris. That I mean, it, it means a lot when somebody pays me a compliment. It means even more when that <laughs> someone is of the caliber 
and the respect that I have for the the one and only, as I always introduce you, Chris Mumford. So thank you, Chris. Very kind of you. We're not here to promote that. We're not here to talk about lots of things. A lot has happened in the last few months, and we're going to need to get back in the booth and record many, many episodes. But Chris, it's off to the National Football League. We've got the Super Bowl coming up. And this is backed by popular demand. Everybody loves our prop bet um, episode. So, Chris, tell our listeners who not might not be familiar. Again, we have a lot of people asking for this. But for those that are like, what the hell is a prop bet? What is a prop bet and what are we talking about here? So I may not have the cleanest description of it, but essentially a prop bet is when you place money on something that's sort of peripheral to the game. So you could place a prop bet on how many outfit changes Rihanna is going to go through, how many of her hits she's going to mash together in a mutant Frankenstein of one mega hit like they always love to do. You can do a prop bet about the classic one. The classic one is the color of the Gatorade that they're going to dump on the winning coach. So that's the that's what we're talking about with a prop bet. How did I do, Jeff? That is perfect. And Chris, you set it up perfectly. Let's jump into the episode. You ready to get started? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right, Chris, episode 131. You've been on the bulk of them. Uh, I had dinner at my uh, parents the other night. Great to connect with them. And my dad who listens to most of them, mostly the ones where I don't, um, you know, curse and say absurd things, which, you know, he probably only listened to a handful then that kind of limits him. But he <laughs> says, he always tells me that you and Chris, as in me and Chris, Jeff and Chris are a dynamic duo. And when the podcast is at its best. So if uh, nothing else, a shout out to Jim Burton, who's a big supporter, Jim Burton. Of the podcast and probably a bigger supporter of Chris Mumford. So there you go, Chris. <laughs> I doubt it. But hey, you know what? I'm just the spice that just makes everything maybe just a little bit better. I don't know. But and, not the main course by any means. And I said this at the beginning, but Chris, I truly miss you. We do. I, I think we've got a good vibe. I think we have a lot of fun together. You are the, my, the yin to my yang. You balance out the absurdity. And so <laughs> it's good to get in the booth. So let's jump right into the episode if you're okay. Episode 131, we are talking about... Prop bet. So of course, I mean, let, let's start with, let, let's start with the sports aspect of it. I, I kind of want your take just on, you know, the, the Kelsey bowl as some are calling it the Andy yeah. Reed bowl as others are calling it the Eagles and the chiefs. What a, what a wonderful matchup. It's actually, and, and I hate to say that, you know, cause I'm a big Tom Brady fan, not a big fan, I guess a respecter of Tom, but it feels so good to not have a Patriot super bowl. It feels so good not to have a Tom Brady storyline. I think the Eagles and the chiefs, is a wonderful, wonderful matchup. Give me your, from from your perspective, give me your kind of assessment and your take on this Super Bowl, and are you excited to consume on Sunday? I'm very excited, Jeff, and I think, unfortunately, you left the main moniker and title for this Super Bowl out, which is the Britain Covey Bowl. So that's okay. actually what it's going to be called especially once he returns a punt to win the game for the Eagles. That's really when that's going to become the case. But that's okay. I, I don't blame you for not getting that. But Chris, well, let's, let's let dive into you. what it represents. What's that? I just got chills. Okay, keep going. Britton <laughs> Covey, the littlest Would guy Would that not on be the, the most fly Eagles fly, invincible Mark Wahlberg type narrative? Would it not be, be perfect? He, 
he Perfect. could. Um, They're the underdog team. They just always are. They always will be. Blue collar. It's hard not to like the Eagles. It's it's understandable if you don't like the fans because Philadelphia fans have a reputation that's well deserved. But right. But he could. You know, to your but, point. He could eclipse the Philly special. People are going to be like, what is the Philly special? And it's like, no, 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 no. It's the Britton Covey show for sure. Britton All right, I, cut, I cut you off. Jump jump back in. So, uh, look, you set it up perfectly, Jeff. This to me, even though Tom Brady played this season and was shown a very ignominious exit early in the playoffs, it was ugly. It was bad. Almost feel bad. You we wonder how this is possible, given that Tom Brady seemingly has everything, but he had a bad year. By all accounts, I really think you could say, which for Tom Brady is still equals making the playoffs. But between his crypto empire collapsing, his marriage, his everything really going awry and all for not much. It was a, a dismal end to Tom Brady's career. And I think unfortunate he should have just stuck with his original retirement. That's easy to say in hindsight. But one thing I think you can say for certain is that it makes this Super Bowl, even though he played this year. To me, this Super Bowl is the inaugural post Brady era so we're going to have to demarcate the NFL in, you know, after Brady and before Brady, AB and BB maybe, right? And which would include his career in life, I suppose. This is after Brady now with this Super Bowl, because now you're looking at the future of the NFL. And the future clearly is number one, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, he is yep. the best quarterback in the league. He's also the source of my biggest bad hot take on this source we've been doing this podcast long enough that i was able to say i don't know why they're getting rid of alex smith for some guy named pat mahomes it's not going to work out it's a mistake i mean i'm all over here saying that it's easily the worst take ever maybe but clearly he's the best there's no denying it he's also a great ambassador and face for the league i'm, I'm a fan for sure even though he's a divis divisional rival i don't know how you dislike the guy and the chiefs they're they're just fun awesome team but then you've got Jalen Hurts on the other side, right? So you kind of have these two quarterbacks lining up that, to me, represent sort of the new norm. Now, obviously, Pat Mahomes isn't entirely known for his mobility, but mobility is a big part of his game. And, you know, Jalen Hurts, it, it is for him as well. And I just think they represent just sort of the new era, the new age of quarterbacks, the NFL. So I think it's a really cool matchup for that. But also, Jeff, you know, you've been growing, you've grown up watching Super Bowls. The Super Bowl is not always the game between the two best teams from the year. Just isn't. We we know this. We know that those Giants teams that beat the not the Patriots those couple years, you know, back in the mid, you know, 20 2000s were not the best teams those years. They weren't. The Patriots teams they beat were better, but there were certainly probably other candidates that were better. In the NFL, you just have to go in the right hot streak at the right time and get there. This year though, Jeff, that's not the case. These are the best two teams. I don't think there's any doubt about it. These are the best two teams in the NFL. This is the best matchup. Look at the Vegas line. 1.5 favorite for Philadelphia, while ESPN's FPI index gives the edge slightly to Kansas City, which is where I would side on this somewhat. Should just be a great matchup between the best two teams in the league. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, so, so am I. And to further underscore your point, do you remember the year? I think it was Jerome Bettis. I think Pittsburgh got in. They were, mm. I, was it the rookie year of Ben Roethlisberger, right? They they weren't necessarily the best team. They just got hot at the right time. I think they were the sixth seed. I think they beat Peyton Manning in Indianapolis, right? And they just got hot and they rolled. And to your point, the yep. Giants is a perfect, they won two Super Bowls against Tom Brady. I don't think they were the best team that year, but they ended up winning 
the Super Bowl. And you've got, you know, you got Baltimore that I would put in that mix sometimes. But I agree with you. I think it's clearly Kansas City. I think it's clearly Philly. I think the other teams in contention, you know, the Bengals and the Bills, I think are right there. And I think they right are they're they, they are poised, you know, the next couple years. Right? I, I think it's gonna that, be those uh, four. Exactly. Exactly. The 49ers, I think, were a great story. Um, You knew, though, that Purdy at some point, and it's unfortunate because it's not like he played bad. He just got injured. Right. So he never really got to you never got to see him play against the Eagles. He played very, very limited minutes and then he got hurt, unfortunately. But but, you know, even a healthy Purdy, you just felt like a defensive coordinator and a defensive scheme was going to shut him down. Niners had a great season. The only other team I would put in the mix are the Phoenix Suns, baby. <laughs> okay, so I'm just kidding. Kevin Durant. Like, hey, that was a nice surprise. Good joke. That was good. Chris, Chris, we got to talk Suns, but Planet Orange. We do. Uh, obviously, we do, Jeff, because I know you're a closet Suns fan. I know you live right. down there. I know you got some love for this. I'm coming around, too. We can totally. We'll have a little right. you know, afterthoughts, comments on that. We got to talk a bit yeah. about that. Lots going on. We got to, but let, let's stick with the NFL. So really quickly, and then we're going to jump into our prop bets. So again, this, this one is basically a toss up when, when Vegas is like straight down the middle, if you've got a one or even a two point favorite, you know that that, that it is head to head, right? This one could go any direction. So Chris, you alluded to Kansas city as your favorite, uh, tell me right now and, and pick the score and I'm going to do the same and then we'll get into the prop bets. Sure. Go ahead. Sure. Who are you picking? Okay. Who do you like in Super picking, Bowl? Whatever number we are at. Okay. 50. Yeah. What is it? 56 or something? 56. Anyway, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that just the experience, Pat Mahomes, they're unstoppable. You can put Pat Mahomes on half of one ankle, which may be roughly what he's on. Still think that he's just too lethal. And nobody can stop them and slow them down. That said, you can score on the Chiefs. And they've shown themselves to be vulnerable. So I'm going to take the Chiefs in a close match. I think you're going to see scoring in this game. I think it's going to be, let's say, 33-30 to for the Chiefs. 33-30 for the Chiefs. What a great Super Bowl. Um, I love the pick, Chris. And I literally, in my mind, and that I sound stupid saying this, but I'm trying to like just forecast and in my mind see like who's on the podium. I can totally see the Andy Reid storyline, right? Oh, you beat your old team, you know, Travis Kelsey over his brother Jason, right? Pat Mahomes kind of on a on a bum ankle. Like you just you can see they the year after they they just traded Tyreek, right? Yeah. Isn't that kind of astounding? They traded their number one weapon. Amazing. And and and, and they're here as the as the best team or one of the two best teams in the NFL. But I can also see uh pronounce the last name of the Eagles coach, Coach Nick. Whatever his Sirianni? name is. Something like that. Kind of a gutsy hire, right? Like I yeah. think he blew his initial um press conference. He he wasn't the most articulate, wasn't the most intelligent. Uh people were kind of wondering about the hire. Howie the GM is, you know, he made some big trades. Uh, in the off season, uh, getting a new whiteout and uh, you know giving up some draft picks, and it looks like man alive, uh, he's done it. Jalen Hurts could Jalen Hurts actually be a legitimate quarterback? Right, this has been a conversation the past couple seasons. That he's had injuries. He's a mobile quarterback. So I, I'm trying to envision in my mind. I I can see, I can see Jalen on the podium. I can see Pat Mahomes on the podium. 
And I agree with you. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I'm actually going 45-42. And I'm and I'm going um, three points as well. And I'm going to swing the other way. I think the Eagles, and I'm thinking it's, I think special teams, you know, maybe Britain mm-hmm. comes and sparks it. But I think defense. I'm going to give the edge to the Philly defense against Kansas City. I saw Kansas City in person earlier in the year. Um, stayed at the same hotel as the Chiefs, actually. Um, there was a Travis Kelsey sighting, um, not by me, but he, he's kind of like Bigfoot, right? Does the guy even really uh, yes. exist? Apparently he was running around in some weird fur coat down in the lobby of the, the JW Marriott in Indianapolis where I was staying and they, they played the Colts, went to that game the next day. Um, I, I love this. My, my daughter, Ava is probably the biggest sports fan in the Burton family. And she is a huge Chiefs fan, so it pains me. And I never would tell her that I think the Eagles will win. You could go either way. But, Chris, I think we learned this years ago. You and I have been predicting the Super Bowl winner for a while. And oftentimes we both pick the same team, right? It was the Rams and the Patriots. You remember that Super Bowl? Uh And we were like the Rams, easy. The Patriots don't even – I think it was like 13-3, to right? It was kind of an ugly, sloppy Super Bowl. So just for the sake of us looking somewhat intelligent, we we can't pick together and basically give it a guys on the sideline lock. Uh, and that's not the reason I'm picking the Eagles. I'm going Eagles defense. And you would laugh, you'd have to laugh at me and say, Eagles defense, Jeff, they're giving up 42 points according to you. But I guess at the end of the day, they're going to make one more stop. So I'm going to go Philly by three. You're going Chiefs by three. Uh, we'll put this out on Instagram, guys on the sideline. Find us on Instagram. Uh, we'll put a poll out. We'll see what guys on the night, guys on the sideline nation um, says. But Chris, that's yeah. the game. More important to the game is the prop bets. Are you ready to jump in? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So we've got a couple of these here. Um, here's your first question. The first, and these are legitimate bets in Vegas, ladies and gentlemen. The commercial to play first. Do you want Doritos or do you want M&Ms? Oof. I'll go Doritos. You're going Doritos. They're, I feel like they historically have had a better, I don't remember many M&Ms ones, but there's a few Doritos ones that I remember. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I, I think Doritos go first in this one. Um, so we're going to do that. Here's here's another one. And I don't know how we, so this is at State Farm Stadium in, in Arizona, home of the who? Arizona Cardinals? Apparently, you're going to have to talk about your team at some point, Jeff. Can't run from that forever. Well, I can run from it as much as Cliff Kingsbury has run his way to Thailand. To Thailand. I, on a I one, love it. One-way ticket. I love it. <laughs> Cliff, I, if I could be one person other than Chris Mumford, myself, or Joel McHale, it probably would be Cliff <laughs> Kingsbury. Excellent choice of Joel, Joel McHale. I, I hope we can talk about Community Sunday, Jeff. That's oh, a very I, underrated show. Joel McHale, what's his, what's his name in that show? What is his name? I can't remember. It's Jeff. Is it Jeff? And that? Oh, well, my bad. My bad. That's, that was an easy one, and I missed it right in front of my eyes. Totally. It doesn't okay. matter what his name is. It doesn't matter. It's just a great show, okay? And it has it, Chevy Chase in it. So that's all it, we need to talk about. It, it is a great show. Love, 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 love. It, um, ch- let's talk chicks, man. It's, it's Joel McHale. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Chris, will the power go out during the Super Bowl? Yes or no? No. No. Okay. I agree with you. Um what are we referencing here? This was the the um, the 49ers and the and the Baltimore Ravens, right? The Harbaugh Bowl. Oh, right. Okay. 
That's right. I thought there was some there was some other game with New Orleans once where the power went out or the lights did, and it was a long interruption. I had forgotten about the horrible. Yeah, that, totally. that happened there. <laughs> All right, Chris, who wins the toy the coin toss? Who wins the <laughs> coin toss? Chiefs. I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Win the coin toss. I agree. I'm taking the Eagles. I agree with that. All right, this is important. Um, as is tradition in the NFL and in most sporting contests in football, the winning coach has uh, takes a Gatorade bath. Right, a couple of guys will come grab the big, uh, the big thermos, and they'll dump it on them. What color is the Gatorade being dumped on the winning coach? Going to be blue, orange, lime, green, yellow, red, purple, clear. What do you got? To me, to me, this then this is the ultimate flex by the Chiefs. They know they're going to win, so they stay on brand and they go red. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be lime green or yellow, and I'm not necessarily saying that it's going to be that means it's the Eagles, but I, I think I'm going with with a shade of uh, lime green or yellow, kind of in that. Uh, I mean, those are the best two flavors. I was just right? saying, I'm a yellow Gatorade f- fan, and most of the others I'm not a big fan of, but yellow I like. Um, Chris, will any player propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game? No. I agree with you. No, these most Britain these guys are already buried, you know, so. Oh, good. There you go. Um, will there be a score in the first minute of the game? Ooh, it's tempting. It's so tempting to say there will be. I'm going to say no, though. No, I agree. I, I think it's going to be. I think, again, it's going to be, be quick, but not a minute quick. I mean, right. could you I feel like a better one would be even within the first five minutes. I could see Philly having a great scripted first drive that results in a touchdown with a big Devonte Smith kind of move. That seems fun to watch. Like it, they they're yeah. explosive. They make plays. I'm really excited for this game. And I, I think they could for sure score. Like they're going to have to if they're going to reach 30 points. They're going to have to. So they better. OK, Chris, stay with me on this one here. Uh, and I agree with you. I, I think, uh, I think, although if Philly scored in the first minute, it would be probably Britton Covey, right? Or it could be I'm just suggesting yeah, maybe yeah. it's the kick. Maybe it's the kick. So I agree though. I think they score quick, but I don't think it's in the first minute. Okay. Stay with me on this one. The Super Bowl 57 is where we're at. 57 MVP. Who will he mention first in his speech? I'm going to give you some options. Is he going to thank teammates? God? The city, so KC or Philly, family or friends, coach, owner, or does not mention any of the above. I'm going, because I think it'll be Pat Mahomes, I'm going the man upstairs. I think that tends to be his MO. So I'm going to go with Pat Mahomes. He's going to give a shout out to the big guy. To, to, to God. Okay. Um, And I feel bad saying this because, you know, God, I think is important, uh, you know, in helping either one of these guys win or, you know, whomever is like the MVP. But I, I think the teammates are going to be a shout out first. Okay. I think it's okay. going to be like, okay. I couldn't have done it without my teammates. And who knows, that could be Jalen Hurts and he could be thanking his receivers or is the O-line or, or what have you. All right, Chris, Super Bowl 57 halftime. You know who's performing? You're a big fan, I know. Rihanna. Rihanna. Princess hey. Rihanna or something. Do you know she's like royalty or something in Barbados? I just learned this. For, for sure. So the, the the legit halftime bet is over under nine and a half songs. Do you think she's going to do more than nine songs? See, now, but nine that, and a half. that must include samples, right? Where she's just playing parts of songs. Nine right. and a half? 
Man, is that what it typically is? Does uh, I guess I'm not that surprised because they reel them off, right? Yeah, it's like 12. Yeah, to I'll go the over on that. I'm going to go yeah, the I, over. I feel like she's nothing but like abundance, Rihanna. She's going to yeah. go 15 or something. It'll be wild. I, I agree. The other thing, and I don't know who, I feel like they've announced and I have not stayed up on this, but oftentimes they'll have other performers out there with them, right? I mean, last year we had, yeah. we had Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Fiddy. You know, so that's so, a solid one. I thought that was solid. Yeah, totally, I totally agree. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm going over nine and a half. This is not a bet, but I'm curious: is she wearing a hat when she comes out? She got anything on her head? Oh wow! Oh, she got something on her head. Can we? I mean, are we qualifying with with like headdress types? Like she wears lots of stuff. I don't know. It'll be a hat, hat. There'll be something on her head. Yes. You think? Okay. Without I think question. she's. Yeah, I and I think she's wearing a hat of some. I mean, I don't. I don't think okay. it's a ball, a ball cap, but. Um, yeah, she'll be wearing something uh, on her head. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> um, Chris, this is funny. And again, I'm I'm uh, oddshark.com for these um, prop bets. A little shout out. Couldn't find them on Walter Football, but that's neither here nor there. All right, this is called the Super Bowl Fifty Seven Drake Curse. What team Ooh. apparel will Drake, your favorite singer, favorite <laughs> entertainer? What team apparel will Drake be wearing on Super Bowl Sunday? In other words, they're going to be the losing team, correct? So, correct. is he wearing Chiefs or Eagles? I, I see Drake wearing some kind of mashup of the both. Does that not count? <laughs> one half of him is Eagles, one half Casey. I could see him doing something like that. You no, could, Drake you will could. come in with, ooh, what do I think Drake would wear? Uh, would he go? I, I'm going to go against my instinct, which tells me Kansas City. Because I, I feel like you know he, he's going to try to bet on who he thinks is likely to win, and I feel like he would take the Chiefs. But it just something tells me maybe he'll go with the Eagles because maybe the Eagles are more the underdog. He's from Toronto. Toronto doesn't get enough love. I don't know. You know who you know? I think he's wearing? Who? I think he's wearing Toronto Raptors. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, probably, but that's you can't I know do that. that. I know that's kind of cheating, but I bet she's going Raptors. I bet I mean, she's. What's his clothes? I'm sure he's got a clothing line. I don't know what it's called. I'm sure he's got one. Whatever that is, he's wearing that, I'm sure, on some level. Okay. Jackson Mahomes. You know Jackson Mahomes, the younger brother of Patrick Mahomes? I don't. No, I'm 20, not familiar. 22-year-old has over a million followers on TikTok and is known <laughs> for posting an overwhelmingly obnoxious number of videos supporting his brother. So the over-under... Uh -huh is one and a half. You take in the over or the under on how many TikToks he will post during the Super Bowl. Wow, what an unbelievably low number. If he's already that, I mean, easy over, easy over. Uh, agreed, easy. and I've, uh, agreed, easy over. And this next one, this is a legit bet. And I, and again, these are odds as of February 8th. Chris, remember to gamble responsibly, but I feel like I'm on my way down to Vegas <laughs> as we speak. Because yeah. the question is, how many times will Kelsey brothers playing against each other be mentioned? They have oh. it as one and a half, the same thing. Oh like my over or under. You'll get if that's including pregame coverage. No, I think it's during the game. Let's say during okay. the game. Because then easy over. Easy. It's going to be at least three. At least anytime someone makes a play, they'll say, you know, we're seeing this from that. I mean, yes, easy over. Easy. Who's the commentator crew? I guess that could factor in a little bit. Who's commentating, Jeff? Who is who's commentating? Um, Some are maybe a little more allergic to, like, cliche things, maybe a little bit. 
Yeah, but if it's and then there are others that are all about it. Oh, it's on Fox. So Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson, which to me is a wild. I mean, they they replaced. So Joe Buck and Troy Aikman went to ESPN, right? I mean, so, they're fine. I don't mind the two of them, but they are not their A crew. There's, that no. cannot be their A crew. I mean, no. next year, it'll, well, in 2024, it's going to be Tom. You know, Tom Brady will be calling that. That'll fit. But right. Burkhart and I don't Whoa. Wow. So, I, I yes, over, yes, over. Yes, 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 yes. That's a crew. Greg Olson's still like a newbie. He hasn't really found his own style yet so he'll lean into stuff like that this is my my guess he'll lean into that more he'll kind of take the talking points and he'll stick to them and that'll be a talking point so he yes a thousand percent it's over yeah. jeff just don't go bankrupt on it just don't do it but you know <laughs> don't go overdo it but that's a strong that's a kramer that's a cosmo kramer lot giddy up giddy up um yeah, if I if I mortgage the house and lose on that one, um, watch for the GoFundMe that will be coming shortly. All right, <laughs> Jeff needs Jeff needs a little bit of money. <clears throat> all right, this is this is the last one that I've got, and then I'm going to turn it over to you if you've got any that you want to throw at me, or any just other things that we need to to observe as we as we wrap the podcast. Um, will Tom Cruise parachute into the stadium? And hand deliver the game ball to the referees. I no, I mean definitely not. But you know he would, and he should, and I would love to see it. It's yeah, Tommy this, Morgan. Th- this know, is a, this he, he's a stunt man essentially. He's kind of just his movies are excuses for his stunts now, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Right. Um, I'm gonna say a, a hard no on this one. Like no, no chance. No chance all right chris that's all i've got what do you got any other wild predictions i don't think so maybe jeff we take the last couple minutes we got to touch on a couple nba things and then i got a hard stop and i got to get out of here so what do you say i'll throw in the wild card of a couple over-unders for nba things how about that uh i'm game okay over under russell westbrook plays five games for the utah jazz uh, I'm taking the under because I think they're literally going to buy him out. But I think I told you, Chris, I, if I'm the jazz, he's on your roster, right? You literally gave up all the assets, Conley and, and, uh, who, who else they, they trade, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, and, Vanderbilt. Uh, he's on your team. You might as well play him. I would find him if he didn't play. Um, but I think, I think the jazz did that obviously for financial benefit. What, what did I see though? How many picks? All right, the Utah Jazz have 15 first-round picks through 2029. 15. Not too shabby Danny Ainge. How about you? How about this, Jeff? How about this? Who plays more games (laughs) for the Jazz? Is it Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, or Giannis? And Tintum Kupo. They're going to get someone for, with all those picks, Jeff. They're going to get some marquee name. They're going to have, they're going to have the finisher, Markinen, right? Who's awesome, and we love him. They're going to have. They've got these few uh, pieces, Walker Kessler, and all that. But they're going to, they're, and they're going to try to build some through the draft as well this year and maybe next. But at some point, they're going to try to land a name. I, I, you know, Danny does this. He will, and he's. He's the guy that could get it done. Who is the big name he gets? 
I mean, I'd go Giannis, but Giannis is the hardest because I think Giannis is going to be out of the because they'll sell the whole franchise in Milwaukee to keep him for his career, right? Like right. they'll they'll gut I, it to its core just to keep him. I I think it's Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant's going to win two or three I in Phoenix. Think so too. Um, but yeah. but you you could see when 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 Chris Paul retires and and, and maybe Booker's like yeah kind of went and they kind of got to blow it up. I, I think you you offload uh, KD. He comes to Utah and you're yeah and and they they inherit a ton of picks. So I'd go KD. Okay. All what right. else you got? Let's say when is the next time that the Jazz reach? The Western Conference five Finals over or under five within five years or more than five years. Oh, I think it's about five years. I bet you. Okay. I'm pr- probably going to take over. I think it's like five, six, or seven. So probably six ish, six or okay. seven. And I honestly think that. I mean, that's that's quick. I mean, that's a long time away, but that's pretty quick considering all the assets. That is pretty that good. Have. It's pretty good. All right, Jeff. I got a bolt. I'm sorry to, to leave abruptly, but. It's been amazing. We'll be doing this more. I'm committed. I'm locked in. Chris, great chatting with you, man. Enjoy the Super Bowl. You too. See you later. All right. See ya. He's Chris. I'm Jeff. We're guys on the sideline. Saying adios. Bye-bye. The opinions and predictions on this podcast are right 98.3% of the time.